We are proud to announce a new sponsor for this podcast, Augie's Locker Room. Augie's Locker Room, which is located less than a mile away from Notre Dame Stadium, was named the best Notre Dame's collectible shop in the country. This shop is amazing. If you are a passionate Notre Dame fan and are looking for that special Notre Dame piece to complete your rec room, Augie's is the place to go. They have a wide selection of Notre Dame stadium pieces, jerseys, helmets, autographs, and one-of-a-kind rock knee items. They have an exclusive Joe Montana signed items. If Augie's doesn't have it in store, he will find it for you. Visit Augie'sLockerRoom.com or stop in at 1811 South Bend Avenue and see the vintage helmet display dating back to 1890. Augie'sLockerRoom.com or call 574-277-NDND. Sports Beat AM continues with the latest in Notre Dame football recruiting. This is the Blue and Gold Illustrated Recruiting Update with Mike Singer. Well, I know for a very, very long time, Mike Singer has been on the program talking about a particular quarterback from the state of Michigan, Dante Moore, that the Irish have interest in. I think many believe, and Mike included, he could be a difference maker at the collegiate level. The Michigan Wolverines have always been interested in Dante Moore, among other schools. And I thought of Mike over the weekend when it was announced that Gaddis, the Michigan offensive coordinator, was leaving Ann Arbor to be the offensive coordinator with the Miami Hurricanes, which made me think, huh, I wonder if this changes the way Dante Moore looks at the Michigan Wolverines. Well, we're not going to be sure about that until they get a new offensive coordinator. Maybe he loves the new offensive coordinator. But, Mike, this has to be a turn of events that could go in Notre Dame's favor. At least I would say it's a positive start to what could be a crumbling up there at Michigan. Things are just very uneasy up there, it seems like, from afar. Definitely uneasy. Uh, I would agree with that. And I also do agree with your assessment that you know let, let's see who the new offense coordinator is maybe he clicks um even more with with the new guy than he did with Gaddis um but for all of the changeover on the Notre Dame staff you know it's been a crazy off season here they are sitting in a in a pretty good position with more um and Michigan kept their head coach and you know, but it, it seems like they're kind of trending in a different direction than Notre Dame is. I will also add that Michigan State, a, another school that's been a top contender for more, they got a quarterback commitment last night. Um, they're they kind of my read on it was that um, Michigan State was like, you know, what we really like this other kid. His name is Bo Edmondson, a quarterback from Texas. He wants to commit. It's like a a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush kind of situation. Do you? Do you take this kid now that you really like and it might hurt your chances with Dante Moore or do you turn him down to kind of put your eggs in the Dante Moore basket? So, you know, I think that commitment for Michigan State hurts them in their chances to get more. I think Michigan, you know, hasn't been a great, you know, past couple weeks for them in their pursuit of more, I would imagine. I think, you know, Notre Dame's kind of sitting here looking pretty right now. Um, and I, I think you, I don't know, Darren, optimistic? Like, seriously, like, I, I, I'm I, kind of like, I don't want to, you know, give Notre Dame fans a, you know, a ton of hope here that it's going to happen. But, like, it, it just seems like it's trending in a pretty good direction right now. Mike, what is it about Dante Moore that would be such a good fit here in South Bend? He... I've seen him a few times at camps. 
and I'm going to be honest with you, sometimes I'm like, man, like he, he just kind of seems like he's just kind of going through the motions and he's like a little sloppy in his mechanics, but he's like firing the ball down 40 yards downfield just with the flick of the wrists. So it's just like, man, when this kid is like really in the zone and not just kind of like playing around and at a camp, he's just impressive. He's got a great arm. He's not super mobile. Um, you know, he's not like a Tyler Buckner, like he's not a dual threat guy, um, but the size, um, good, thick kid, he's from the Midwest, so he, you know, from Detroit, you know, excuse me, actually from Ohio, but, you know, been playing ball in mm-hmm. Detroit, so he knows how to play in cold weather, he's just, I mean, his arm talent is is the best of the best in this 2023 class, and that's a really good quarterback class, on three consensus, has him ranked as the number four quarterback, um, nationally, I believe, and and again, it's it's a really good group. So, yeah, when you when you just look at pure arm talent, I mean, there there's there's you know nobody better than him. Mike Singer, Notre Dame football recruiting insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated. Check out his work at blueandgold.com on Twitter at Mike T Singer. We just talked about Michigan losing Gaddis. There's been a carousel of coaching changes on Marcus Freeman's staff. But, Mike, at the end of the day, the class of 2023 is still intact. That's a major positive. As you look at Notre Dame football recruiting outside of the commitments they have, do you feel like they've been hurt at all by all the changes? Are there a player or two that you have been following that maybe looks at Notre Dame differently because of all the coaching changes? Or is Notre Dame basically withstanding this storm of changes? Maybe I'm just naive, Darren, but I, I, I go through each position and kind of think about the top targets on the board, where things stood before and where it stands now. And to be honest with you, no. No. And, and typically, if that's to happen, you would think, man, that outgoing coach must not have had a good relationship with that recruit then. What is that, what is that all about? <laughs> but it, it's to me, it's not that. It is these kids who are very high on Notre Dame uh, are – very high on Notre Dame, the school, the university, just the, the the program's history. That's a huge factor. And then the other is the O coordinator has stayed the same. And although Notre Dame's obviously getting a new defensive coordinator, Marcus Freeman, who was the DC, is staying. So those that's been big. Um, heck, even like running back, like I thought Lance Taylor did a really nice job at that position. You know, re- talking to recruits who he was after in 2023, including a commit in Cedric Irvin Jr., they're like, great, you know, we love Lance, looking forward to what he can do at Louisville, it, but we're we're still very interested in Notre Dame. And another thing is John McNulty, Lance Taylor, getting promoted to ACC um, offensive coordinators, Mike Elston going to his alma mater. Like, these kids understand it, too. They understand the business side of the move, which is another thing. Notre Dame recruits really smart kids, so they can <laughs> get it. Um, so, again, maybe I'm being naive here. We'll kind of see how it plays out in the long run. But these immediate results here, I mean, it, it's kind of just picking up where things left off. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mike, let's talk about the tight end position at Notre Dame for a couple of moments. They have an All-American candidate in Michael Mayer leading that tight end room. George Takis has decided to look elsewhere. You know what? Good for George. He's probably a starter in a lot of places across the country. Number two here, I know you guys have the stat at Blue and Gold Illustrated in a story on Takis. 407 snaps for Takis. He was targeted four times in the passing game, made three catches, 36 yards, and a touchdown, a good solid run blocker. So the Irish have to replace Takis. And I've mentioned Kevin Bauman is a leading candidate, Mitchell Evans, Kane Brong. I also want to allow you to talk about the two freshmen that are coming in. Not necessarily guys that may be that number two guy right away, but could be down the line. I know one's injured right now, but Eli Raritan and Holden stays signed in December. What could they mean to this program in the very near future? Sure. So obviously Michael Mayer is a freak. We don't need to spend much time on him. Um, Now all these other guys, uh, you know, I, I covered as recruits. You know, Kevin Bauman, I think, is going to be, I, I, you know, kind of like a Brock Wright, you know, k- k- solid in the receiving game, but can probably, you know, more of a, a run-blogging, tight end, bigger-bodied kid. Uh, Kane Barong, um, more of a receiving tight end, which Gerard Parker, the new tight ends coach, is, has more of a receiver's coach background, so maybe that, you know, kind of helps Kane Barong on the depth chart. I am expecting Barong to miss spring ball maybe he's uh limited in the in, in the last few practices you know no contact kind of stuff coming off his acl injury mitchell evans is one that like he's he's got a very high ceiling you know like he could be after mayor you know that next tight end drafted from notre dame in my opinion he the, you know from what i've been told the staff is very very high on that young man's talents um, kind of just a do-it-all tight end, you know, and and then looking at the the new guys coming in, um, Holden Stays could be could be ready, you know. He he's physically a very strong young man, and he's also very athletic, you know. I think he could surprise some people and play early, you know. And then Eli Raritan, um, ACL injury, playing basketball um, in December, so. You know, that that's it's a tough injury. Um, I, I would expect him to, and he was a summer enrollee, so I would expect him to a red shirt as a freshman. Um, but he he will be next up. What he will recover, he will be good to go. Um, you know, as a sophomore, and uh, he he's going to wreak havoc on defenses uh, across the country. He Eli Raritan is a special football player. Mike Singer, recruiting insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, Blue and Gold. Let's go further into the future at the tight end position because it's fun to talk about this position considering the great success Notre Dame has had. And Mike Cooper Flanagan is another guy that is a part of the future of this Notre Dame football team if they can keep him committed. I know a lot of big-time schools are after him. Describe the skill set of Cooper Flanagan and the type of player he might be for the Irish in the near future. Yeah, and I wanted to say one thing. You know, it 
If Notre Dame ends up taking a second tight end in the 2023 class, that'll be four straight years of two tight ends. I don't know how many schools in the country have done that. And it's it's just like I feel like a lot of Notre Dame fans are thinking, where are the receivers? Can we get another receiver instead of another tight end? My response to that is, I mean, Notre Dame's just churning out first-round talents all the time at the tight end position. <laughs> Might as well just keep bringing those guys in. Um, if you can recruit at that kind of level at a position, you, you keep doing it. And, of course, those tight ends help in the receiving game, so that's, that's important. Um, as far as Cooper Flanagan goes, he is someone who has had a, a nice offseason so far. Now, he plays at De La Salle uh, in Concord, California. It's a pretty heavy run offense. I mean, he might get a, you know, a couple passes thrown his way a game. But in this 7-on-7 seven seven circuit, I mean, I, I just have been hearing rave reviews about um, him as a receiver. And when you watch him on film, you know, he looks like a great blocker. So he's that do-it-all tight end who I think will continue tight end you at Notre Dame. Um, you know, he's he's long, he's physical, great hands, great ball skills. Um, again, just a solid all-around tight end. And Alabama's coming after him. They offered him a, a few weeks ago a scholarship. And Nick Saban, of course, Crimson Tide head coach, stopped by his high school a, a couple weeks ago. And then the next day, he had Tommy Reese out there to see him. Um, so I think that that, that kind of you know helps keep him locked in. Um, so expecting Cooper Flanagan to stay um, r solid with his Notre Dame commitment, even with you know the Crimson Tide, a bunch of other schools after him, and uh, I'm sure more schools will offer him as well because he's certainly one of the best tight ends in the nation. Based on the stats you just gave a second ago, would you expect Notre Dame to offer another tight end? Do they want two tight ends in this 23 class? You know, I think that kind of remains to be seen. There, there's a couple guys on the board, the number one and two uh, tight ends in the class per the on three consensus, Deuce Robinson and Jackson Howard, respectively. You know, John McNulty had been recruiting those guys, but felt like long shots. I think it just depends on, I, I'd been hearing that the Notre Dame staff was kind of working through expected numbers or whatnot on the 2023 board. So I think it just depends on what the staff feels is best. Who is out there? What does Gerard Parker want, the new Titans coach? Finally, who is Preston Zinter? Preston Zinter, yeah, from um, he's up in the Boston area um, in Lawrence, Massachusetts, and uh, announcing a commitment Friday at noon Eastern. CBS Sports HQ's visited Notre Dame four times with his first visit coming back last June. Um, and that's as many times as he's visited Boston College, the school in his, you know, in state. So that that that, that just kind of shows right there um, how interested he is in Notre Dame. So um, on three, list him as a tight end. Notre Dame recruiting him more as a linebacker. Um, really could play any of the three linebacker spots. He's just like this big athlete. You know, I, my sources haven't ruled out H back for him either. So. Um, Looks, I mean, he 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 announced last night that he was going to be committing on Friday. Didn't give a top five or three or top two or anything like that. Just listed all of his offers, which include Georgia, LSU, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Notre Dame. List goes on. Um, so we don't have like a, a finalist. We'll see the hats on the table or if he does anything like that. But you know, my my insider prediction add on three is in for Notre Dame. The on three recruiting prediction machine um, has him trending towards Notre Dame, uh, but you know, 
you, you never know with recruiting, so we'll see on Friday. Mike, let's wrap things up by giving our listeners out there the scoop of what's happening at Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. Deal of the year still going on. I can't believe every time I go and check the site and I see this deal is still there, I'm surprised. One dollar, one dollar. It's normally a hundred bucks a year. You get one dollar for your first year, first year premium access at bloomandgold.com. If you've been listening to me for a while, you're like, ah, oh, my guy, he's not too bad. You know, he rambles on a little bit, but I mean, we like him. You can go to bloomandgold.com. You get uh, all of my written work, all the premium recruiting information. You get access to me. All day long on our uh, blue and gold message board, the loose emoji board, um, you know, access to all of our staff members and uh, thousands of Notre Dame fans on the board. And then I hear this guy, Darren Pritchett, will talk some hockey on there sometimes, too. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's an added bonus, to say the least. Big, big bonus. Hey, Mike, great job <laughs> as always, and we love when you ramble. We love people with personality on the radio, and you bring that to the program, so we greatly appreciate that, and looking forward to seeing what you have coming up this week at Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. All right, good chatting with you, Darren. Have, have a good one. You too. That's Mike Singer, Recruiting Insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.